Welcome back, guys, to episode 8 of Nightcap. And he got it right this time. Unbelievable. Good yeah. job, Matty. Well, I've been practicing, and uh, I practiced this one because uh, we've got a special episode today, J-Webs. S- special episode. Please expand on that. Well, we bought... You guys have been asking for it, and we have been delivering. Sending out messages and everything. We've got an expert in the studios today. We've got... Without any further ado, that is Tron Johnson, Tron. our first guest on the show. Let's welcome Tron to the show. Welcome. Tron, thank you for having me. Tron, an absolute honor to have you. Pleasure. Uh, like we said, you know, we wanted this first guest to be special for our audience. We wanted to blow him away. We reached out, uh, and, and somehow we got lucky enough to book you. Yeah, um, you know, which, which surprised us. Very surprising. Because you have, you know, such a huge following in your craft. And, and I was hoping to, to lead us thank off, you, Tron, if you could expand on, you know, what it's like having such a, a large following and how you kind of deal with all of those stresses and, and pressures that come with that, Tron. Well, gentlemen, believe it or not, uh, when I was a little young and it was actually very difficult for me to find my passion in my field and even dream that I'll be in the position I am today, especially when I was younger. People ridiculed me. They made fun of me, said, what are you doing? That's not something that can pay well, but I stuck to my guns. I I bet on myself, and I decided this is what I want to pursue because this is what I love. So going through that, like your passion, you're talking about your passion. How did you get to where you are today with your passion? Because, go on. Networking. 100% networking. networking. You're okay. meeting the right people. A wise man, uh, when I was younger, my mentor, as it were, told me, it ain't about what you know, Tron. It's about who you know. Yeah, that saying has been going around a lot. But, like, that was true for you? Yes, I believe he was the one who coined the term first. So um, it's kind of like, along the same mentality, the the contacts become contracts is that is that what you're, what you're trying to say my contacts that i met in my field and to get into where where i work today the people i know i had to make my contacts become my contracts they became my friends then from my friends they became people that i could trust that i could rely on my mentors became my colleagues my colleagues became my subordinates and now here i am it's that's, That's a pretty amazing incredible. journey. It's, it's I, an incredible, it's an incredible come up story, really, and, and, and just the journey uh, to get where you are now, which is which is clearly an expert in the field, and I, I don't think there's any denying that. Uh, now we can't have you on Tron without mentioning the huge breakthrough uh, that you just had eight short months ago. Kind of give career. us give, give it, give us a little bit uh, of the thought process leading up to that breakthrough, the breakthrough itself, and then kind of the aftermath of what followed. How how would, how did you take well, that? Here, real quick, uh, Jamie, could you pull uh, pull up my recent mega study with the English Lexicon project, real quick? Yeah, let's get All it right. up there. We so, got, okay. what we got here is a little chart. Yeah, for those of you that can't see, which is everyone, because yeah. we're doing a podcast. It's got some numbers, and I don't know what it means. So, so try let me just explain it real yeah. quick. Well, I'll give the context real quick. So, before I really was able to find my footing for this breakthrough, it was really difficult to find others with me who would collaborate and create another mega study, not just a basic empirical review, but a mega study to conduct that would help us really find a lot of generalized data in our field because it's very hard to come by. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, blood, sweat, and tears. But in the first graph, as you can see right here, it shows actually the amount of general interest in our, in my field and the amount of people how it has grown exponentially over time. I mean, you can see yeah, it right, right. There. Those, those numbers are, are doubling. Yeah, on the they're chart. doubling, yes. and and that's doubling each 
week, yeah, guys. That's a weekly. It, it's, it's a weekly double, and this is going on. Like, how many people? Like, from day one to now, did you see this happening, Trump? I mean, absolutely not. When I first got in, I told you people made fun of me. All this, I didn't have anything. I was the only one who I I thought I was the only one in my field. But over time, it was just a couple people here and there, people who I met. Over time, developed, developed. It's that, it's that contacts. My it's, contacts became my contracts. My network started expanding. You surrounded yourself with people that also exactly. love what you're doing. Exactly. I mean, it's as a great man once said, if you love what you do, you ain't working a day in your life. So you feel like you haven't worked a day in your life? I worked every day in my life. Exactly. Absolutely. Tron, incredible to, to get you in here and to get some insight from someone in such a highly regarded position. Uh, it's been incredible. And we know, Tron, we know you're a busy man. We're not going to take any more of your time. Yeah, thank we you. appreciate yeah. you thank for being you, on the show. Gentlemen, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tron, thank you so much. Give thank it up you. for Tron, everyone. Tron. Let's get a little a little clap here for Tron. And uh, Thanks, Tron. Absolute and, uh, honor. I hope all goes well and you, know, you don't get mauled when uh, you go outside. <laughs> I'll try my best not to, but uh, I just got to say I really – Really am inspired by you two fellas right here. Like, you're able to really expand and grow just like I did in my field. You, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised in a few years if I, you're the number one podcast on Spotify. And we hope so. And we hope it happens. Hey, guess what, Tron? You know, those words <laughs> warm my heart and I really appreciate they that. inspire us. You, you're the man, Tron. And guess what? We'll keep you in touch and hopefully we can have you back. You know, if you, uh, if you're not too big pleasure. for us. Yeah, things you know? go well. Things go well. If he doesn't blow you up, you need to remember it. your roots, gentlemen. Remember your roots. From. That's remember it. Roots. Thanks, Tron. Thanks God bless once you again. God once bless again, America. thank you, thank Tron you, Johnson, for coming on up. the show. God bless America. And Unbelievable. He leaves us with that. Giving, uh, giving your time. Thanks, Tron. Guys, 2024. Unbelievable. That's Pretty, uh, uh, unbelievable stuff. I'm surprised. Yeah, as you said, we got him on the show. He got back to us. It's and I hope you guys really enjoyed what Tron had to say. I, I, yeah, hope you guys really enjoyed that. We we reached out. We worked hard to get him. Uh, yeah, what can you say? Tron Johnson, head Tron of sanitation Johnson. down at Little Lamb's Daycare. Uh, guys, can't believe we got him. Guy's the best at what he does. He is. He's, he's the expert in the field. Plain and simple. But you know what What intrigued me, J-Webs? What, what, what intrigued you? Well, yeah. when, when he was talking and he said how he got to what he's doing and his passion. Right. And people were making fun of him. Right? Right. People were making fun of him for what he loved doing. And that's and almost then, what fueled him yeah. to get to where he's at. And it was right like, he, that inspired him. And, and I don't think we see enough of that in today's These world. Things, yes. We don't see enough of that. It's no. like, it's it's any sort of uh, pushback or or uh, negative feedback. It's not, not necessarily negative, but any sort of resistance is viewed as almost this like, it, it's negative taken personal. It's taken personal. It's taken uh, in a hateful way, and then it's pushed back out again. But I think I think they use it as fuel, you know. They do well, the, because the ones that are it, successful. But I'm yes. saying in it, what we see the majority of right now, I think not enough people are doing it. See things that way, and I mean every successful person, I would say, I mean almost every successful person takes you know a lot of shit. That takes that shit because you know we we we, we listen, we read uh, Goggins all the time. But if you want to be the best at what you do. You're going to be viewed as an out. You're going to be hated. You're going to have to deal with some of that shit. And we don't see people, you know, dealing with the shit. It's like they need a scapegoat. Like let's look for now. They need to, to what's, it, what's it like safe zones now. Yeah, safe safe, safe space. space don't sorry. ever fuck that up again. And you're I, canceled. Yeah. 
but uh, that, that, that's yeah, that's what we uh, really got to think. We're like, I think we should start a petition, bring bullying back, bring bullying back, twenty twenty two to the playground. I don't think cyberbullying should be back because that's yeah. Let's let's preface this here yes. before we really get into this. We're not. Say- I mean, there's clearly a line, right? Like physically hurting someone, and, and a lot of the shit you see is. Is bad and and you and and it's like okay we we obviously don't want anyone to harm themselves we don't we want shouldn't anything. rephrase it yeah shit talking it's yeah shit talking learn, we should allow learn to deal with shit and learn to deal with people not liking you or not agreeing with you and take that and use that however you want to use it and move forward exactly that's a longer way of saying it no but, but that's a perfect way of putting it but like you know now when did, when did uh, I think uh, we've said this already uh, I've said it already when did sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me when did that stop go becoming irrelevant yeah you know that was that was taught from the very first schooling days yeah and now it's like no like words really do hurt people and you know you gotta walk on eggshells with everything you say and it's just like it's this constant tiptoe and i think what that actually does is it you know we've we've talked about it in depth we're we know each other well we know that you can i think in order to actually get close like a personal close level with someone those people always the people that are throwing the shit back and forth the most right yeah you're throwing the shit back and forth because you know what you can say and you know whatever and you're honest you're honest and it and it i truly it promotes like growth both personally and then like what you're trying to accomplish whether it's together it promotes that stuff and when you have this like hey we're gonna list out every little thing that could possibly maybe god forbid make someone feel a little uncomfortable and we're gonna tell you you can't do it that immediately puts everyone on the defensive high alert. I don't know what to say, and it just makes things awkward. And then makes you can't you feel, get anything done. Makes you feel uncomfortable. Not just them uncomfortable, but you're uncomfortable as well. And like, you know, we've got you got some kids out there now that like have never been bullied or never been shit talked before, and then they come into this environment, right? Where it's, it's like, why isn't everything working out for me exactly? Yes. Like, why like, is everyone not conforming to the way that I think? Exactly. Or the way I feel, or what I believe. Like, why don't they see my perspective? But, like, they will never see their perspective. Right. It's always their perspective is right. Well, it's definitely, I, I think, I think everyone's going to experience that at some point in their life, and we talk about it, but it's how early you experience it. I think coming to college for a lot of people is that time where it's like, oh, you know, there are other people with completely other different views than me. And this isn't even political. This is just on a personal level. Like, there are people who believe different religions, who believe uh, this is a more important subject than this, or that uh, this part of your day is more important. Like, there's everything. There's everything that, that happens. And I think coming to college for a lot of people is realizing that. But yet now, especially, I've been in college this is my fourth year, four years, never forget. Never forget. And. Even the amount of shit I've seen change of just like every year there's some new organization or some new rule that's put out to be like, well, now we got to watch out for this. And what was okay six months ago, now that's not okay anymore. And you can't do this. Yeah, and you can't, can't do that. But here's what I truly think. And I think it's easy to get caught up in seeing that and maybe get frustrated. But I really think 
at least this is me looking on, on the bright side of things and bringing it out to us. I think most people, you sit down one-on-one or in a small group with most people, you're going to find common ground. You're going to get along. You're going to do this thing. But it's like all the constant like emails and messages and alerts and everything. Like, it's just constant like everything. Walk on eggshell. Be careful about everything. Yeah. Puts people in this like defensive. The shell. Like, what, like, what, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, it doesn't really break anyone out of the shell when they want you to break out of your shell. But yet again, you can't because you've got all these barriers. You've got, you've got to watch what you say and everything like that. I just, I just think it is like you're in class, right? Let's just say you're in class. Okay. All right. And you can feel the mood of the class. You can read the room. Right. All right, but you've got that one kid that's in class that can't read the and room we, at all. We talked about that last night. Yeah, it's like self awareness, reading the room, and college and, is like and, and the I feel like place that, yeah. where you see it the most. Who who isn't and who is? I think it's the most clear cut environment because you're forcing, not forcing, but you've got automatically a huge population of the same demographic in one confined area on a college campus. Dorm rooms, whatever. All different events, backgrounds. Everything, but they're all the same demographic age, and you just very can clearly see, okay. Who's got their shit together? Not even like that, but like that person gets it. Yeah. And that person does not. And that was one thing that I thought in high school because it's like you've always got just the idiots that are surrounding you in your classroom. Like, oh, they'll learn. But sometimes, but sometimes you don't know that much in high school. You know? Well, right. That, I'm talking about, like, you don't know that much, but you still know that, you know the people that are around you that, like, okay, this person clearly doesn't get it, but you're like, oh, it's because I'm in high school. What's surprising me right now is that it's been four or five years, and I'm still in these classrooms, and it's the you exact the same, same thing. It's the yeah. exact same thing. Doing the same thing, and you're like, dude. How right. did you get this far doing what you're doing right now? Yeah, this like a professor might say something that's fully serious or whatnot, and right. then you've got that one kid that like cracks a joke and like no one laughs, and you're just like, "What, well, dude? Do like, read the room, like, kind of thing." Yeah, exactly. Like, or, like, it, 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 like trying to be funny at the wrong time. Look, I've been, I've been caught. Yeah, we we know a thing or two about that. Yeah, we know a thing or two because we've done a thing or two. We are almost anyway, but like that, like that. That's the thing, you know. You get those kids that can't read the room, and then they just like, oh, you don't want to hang out with them, or you know, yeah. And you're just like, well, they're they're a bit strange. It's like this constant, like I'm not getting it. I'm not getting. And you it. try and give them hints. I'm not seeing you how tr- everyone is reacting around me and how I'm coming off, and I'm just refusing to see it. And it's unbelievable that, that like it's, unbelievable. it's not unbelievable actually because I think yeah. you're going to deal with that no matter what phase of life you're in, no matter what age you are. There's always going to be people like that, but it's like that for me is the biggest thing that sticks out on college campuses and just seeing it's just like wow, yeah. And but like you speak to these guys and then you'll give them hints. You you like big hints like the tone. You might say something, but it's just the tone you say it. It's not it's what like you say, it's really, how you say it. Yeah. Really emphasize the tone, but they do not get it. No. You'll be like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, we'll sort it out next week. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And then they go into depth and you're like, oh, dude, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. worry about it later. Like, that is really saying, I don't want to talk about this like, right now. Yeah. Leave it alone. Basic interactions that are just completely missed. All the time, yeah, and all it, the time, and it's yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous to see, you know. Hopefully, they get it to it, but 
And we hope it happens. And we hope it happens. But anyway, enough about that. Yeah, wow, we got in there. We went in a little deep. Yeah, we went in a little too deep, maybe. We can't all just be shits and giggles around here, right? We gotta get into the hard shit. We get into the hard hard, hard hitting issues. Hard hitting issues. So let me, let me give you a little hypothetical. Okay. Then, J-Waves, alright, you're in a, you're in a movie theater. Okay. Alright, it's empty. Alright, you take your seat. Movie comes on, maybe you're with a friend or something. Okay? Boom. Then, someone comes into the movie theater, sits around where you are Is sitting. this person armed? No. Just another guy. It's just a single person. Of course he's not, because I did an ocular pat down. I knew it was around. Exactly. So, he comes in, and he sits around you guys. There's an yeah. empty movie the theater. Yeah. What are your thoughts there? Okay. Like, he, he could be sitting in the same row, like, four seats down. Or he could be sitting behind you, right behind you, or right in front of you. Okay. I think regardless of who I'm with or about myself, I think absolutely what I'm doing is I'm doing one of these where I just kind of – the turn and look like the, – the, the stare down of well, you can what are you that, doing, that mate? This guy has no self-awareness, number one, yes. off of what we just said, if that person's doing that. You just – you turn and look and you're like <clears> – and you do one of those. Like maybe a, a – maybe, maybe he didn't see me. Here, yeah. and then it's like a, and if that's still there, I mean, if I'm, when, when you make eye I'm contact, a, eye contact, hey, big, uh, Mission Impossible fan, and you're just like, holy shit. If I'm with a girl or I'm on a date, I think I'm absolutely saying something to this person, like, hey man, would uh, you say something? I would. I think I would. Or if, would I, you I, just no, no, get no. up and move yourself? Because I would it just probably just get up and move. If it's a first date or an early stage date, you would want to show who you're with. Like, hey, watch this. I'm going to stand up for myself and you, and I'm going to say something. He's moving. We were here first. If it's just like me and you at the theater and we see this dumb fuck sit right next to us, we would probably do one of these. And then he's like, hey, guys. And then we're like, all right, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to clear out. And then we would probably just move. Either way, no matter what happens, I'm not – Finishing that movie right next to him. I'm, yeah. I, someone's moving. That's, exactly. Someone's but, moving. See, this is what I would do. Okay. If, it, if let's just say it's where I'm on a date. Okay. Okay. And I'm with the lovely lady, and you know, it's our first date or one of our first date, and I don't really know her, and I'm trying to get to know her. Okay. And he sits there or yeah. behind us or whatnot. I'm gonna be very annoyed. First of all, give him a look. All as, right. As you okay. should be. And then. I'm going to watch the movie, all right? Midway through the movie, if uh, things get a little frisky, you know, okay. passionate, then I'm going to go to say, hey, look, let's move. And then to her, I'll say, let's move. And then that's what I... I wouldn't confront I'm going to I'm gonna take a step farther, okay? Things start to get frisky mid-movie. Let's say you or him hasn't moved yet. You know what I'm doing? I'm making eye contact. I'm reaching over, reaching down. And I'm just staring at him like this. Just hey, see what's going on over here. She, she'll have a she'll have their hand on your on your. Uh, she's she's just old giving mate. me an OTPHJ over the pants hand job for those of you that don't know. Just rubbing it, and I'm just just I'm just sit sitting back, like just just sitting yeah. back. <laughs> you, see, you see what's going on over here, Big Hoss? I'm getting some treatment, and you're sitting two seats away from me. In the open movie theater. 
Yeah. You see this? And you, I, you, you know what? You put yourself in this situation. I'll, I'll, I'll have him. I'll make eye contact with him if I somehow get worked to completion in the theater too. Yeah. Like just. And just, just, just really. And then just eye contact. These, like just a little head nod. Like yeah. 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 Whatever you think just happened did happen. So. Hope you're hope you're happy with your choice to sit right on fucking top of it. And us, that's my message buddy. to you, buddy. Yeah, but uh, you know what? We say this with confidence, but I bet you, I bet you, we are the ones to get up and What's move. What's realistically likely to happen is he sits there, and then really not we even just in, stare at him. Like we stare at him a little bit, and then like not even intentionally. Like I just rip ass, and it just smells so fucking bad. And this guy's like, "Holy fuck!" Like we're the weird ones, and then he ends up. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll probably start thinking we're the weird ones, and then he will leave. Yeah, but you know, you never know until you put in that situation. Really, it's hard to tell. That's why it's a hypothetical. Exactly. Let's test it out. Maybe if we can control that. I don't Let's know just go to Nicolas Cage movies. Nicolas Cage movies. They're empty. Don't even get me started on Cage. I'm not going to go into it. But don't go into. Let's it. just. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Speaking of fans of the show, it's Welcome. time for our ad. It's time. Guys, today is a very special episode because we've got a luxury product for you guys today. Usually we're, you know, we try to keep it affordable for you guys. We know it's mostly college students that listen, but guess what? might break the bank a little bit. This one's going to break the bank, but it's going to be worth it, guys, because guess what? It's not only healthy for you, it makes your food taste better, and it is really, really good for you. All right, what we have here is extra virgin olive oil, November moon. November? It's... Moon. Early harvest too. We got the early harvest. Bottle. We got the early harvest bottle. All right. Uh, so what's special about this, guys, is this exclusive extra virgin olive oil has been produced during November's full moon days. Ah, uh, so yeah. it's a Scorpio. Huh? It's an early harvest green oil with intense aromas and for your fresh cut vegetables. So it's. It's a Scorpio. It's a Scorpio, I'm not, guys. I'm not going to lie. I had to look that up what month. I don't follow. Yes. I don't want people to start so thinking that you I know, follow maybe the astrology you, signs. If your girl's into those those signs, whatever, you know, zodiac, zodiac signs, you know, and she's a little Scorpio, she likes Scorpios. She matches well. Maybe, she's compatible with maybe Scorpio. Maybe say, give her this as a gift. It could be yeah. a gift. Not only. Right. So it'd just be like, make your, make your food. Tastes like the signs, and if you're and if you're really if you're desperate to get laid, maybe circle the extra virgin on there. Like really point that out. And look, Boom. it's extra virgin. Look, oh, it's loyal as well. Yeah, it's extra virgin. Exactly. I keep saying. So also, guys, just a quick. Uh, it has a lot of health benefits, and it makes your sticky pans non-stick pans, and it makes your hopefully non-sticky pants. Sticky pants. Get laid. Exactly. Get laid, guys. <laughs> It'll get you laid. All right. All right. What time is it, Maddie? Time is current events time. Bum, 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 bum. It's our favorite. And it is our, our favorite. And, and, and it's our guest, er, our guest, our audience's favorite. Yes. It's it our, is a, the feedback we've gotten. And a special feedback from the one and only. The Paige Proxel. Yeah, that's a full name. Maybe I shouldn't give out full names on yeah, the podcast. Maybe, well, maybe no, not. she's a fan. I mean... It's not a full name. That's actually a fake name. So don't look no, it up. No, she's a real person. Paige, Paige is a real person. Paige is, she's a real... She's and she's, us, a, she's a girl, too. Yeah. So we don't discriminate on the audience. Exactly. Everyone listens to us. Everyone. It's a family All show. All demographics. It's a family show. It's a family-friendly show, guys. So, Paige, you know, this... Today's segment... This today's is segment is for you. And thank you for your feedback. Let's kick off some current events, Matt. What do you All got right. for me today? So, I'm excited. What I got today... All right, so this is a little bit of throwback to uh, 
you know, our one and two episodes. Okay, all right. So an Idaho man who has broken more than 200 Guinness World Records added another title to his name by catching 58 marshmallows in his mouth in one minute. His name is David Rush, who breaks the Guinness World Record to promote STEM education and list to help frequent collaborators Jonathan Hollywood Hannon to throw the marshmallows from 15 feet away into his mouth and throws them back into a bowl. He really missed the mark. He, he should have been called like the Mellow Man or something. The Mellow Man. But so he, the guy's got to be 15 feet away. 15 feet That's away. Regulation. And is it? Okay, this you might be a pop. very dumb question, but I'm just going to clarify because I know someone listening is going to have this question. Does he have to like keep all the marshmallows in? No, his mouth? he just he's got a bowl it. that so he oh, catches he it and then, spit. Yeah, so he doesn't even have to eat the marshmallow. No, interesting. Okay, yeah, so that's what he does, and he broke the record. The previous record was 56. He got to 58. His partner threw 63 marshmallows in the 60-minute time limit. So he dropped, what, five of them? Something like that. No one's you perfect, though. No, no one's perfect. perfect, but guess what? That, I mean, that sort of thing. There's a record for everything, that, right? Well, yeah, we've talked about that in previous episodes of, like, where the hell are they coming up with this shit? But, I mean, all I'm saying is if I could catch 58 marshmallows in my mouth within a minute's time... I think every social gathering I go to or meeting someone new, that's what you hey, have to lead off with, right? No, well, I think this. Like, I Guess bet that what? guy exceeds at campfires. Like, this, that's his element. Yeah. Like, oh, oh hey, oh. we're roasting marshmallows. Well, <laughs> did you know? Don't you know? What? What do you? Yeah. Yeah. Throw them this way. Throw them this one way. One by one, in my mouth. And For then he 60 just doesn't. He just doesn't fucking miss. Just... Well, I think this. He was extremely pumped because that took more than one effort. He goes, yeah, they've been oh, doing multiple it. Takes, they, yeah, huh? they, they they took a couple hours to do it. Speaking about someone who probably got made fun of for their craft, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it wasn't an but easy road get, to get. Yeah, but you know what? With his credentials, with 200 I guess plus right. Guinness World Records, the guy doesn't care. Just, it's just another record, you know. It's just it's just a he, it's he just goes, a name off the list. But I say this, I say this. I think we should try and do a Guinness World Record and really get there. Because guess what? You could put that on your resume. You could. And it's a big I'm the best in piece. the world yes. at this one probably very, very, very How specific. many people? So you guys out there. We should look, try the marshmallow one. Maybe. Maybe. And I'm saying this. I'm saying this. We get a Guinness World Record on your resume. You just put it there. Or oh, special talents or whatever. You know? Boom. You got this world record. I'm the world's best this. And then they're going to be like, what the hell? They'll ask you about it in your interview, and you tell them, I got a Guinness World Record. Right off the dome, you know what I think I could do? I'm not sure if there's a Guinness Book of World Records for this or a a record specifically. We'll have to look it up. We'll have to look it up. But this is kind of out of left field. I truly think at, at peak times that I could stand the farthest away from a urinal and get the steady enough stream and make it in. Oh, how many? I don't know why my mind went there. Yeah. But I've had some strong streams in my day. Strong streams. How many, how many, how many waters would you, uh, drink? See, it's not about the water. It's, I mean, obviously you gotta stay hydrated, number one. That's, that's very important. What are you going for? The furthest distance or the length? Like the, how long the the piss is? No, okay. 
I'm going for distance. Like physical feet away from the urinal. Get it started. And could I project I think, it? Into I think the... that record would be huge. I'm going to, you know. Look that up real quick while I just explain how I would go about preparing. Hydration is important, number one. But for me, my my strongest ones usually first one of the day. Or when you have to go, it's it's more about making yourself hold it, build it up, build that kind of uh, that pressure inside, and then really just would you let pinch it, it? I'd hold it. I'd have to hold it for a while. So I'd, you would I'd, start first, and then you no no pinch no no no, it? no no. I wouldn't pinch it. I'm saying I would hydrate, hydrate until I had to pee really bad, and then I wouldn't pee, and I would continue to hold it and drink a little more water, and I'd just build up that pressure, and then boom, I'd go in. Have we found anything? Is anything popping up on that? Not yet, but I, I'm very intrigued on like what the record would be. Yeah, I have not because okay, I'm I'm spitballing here. I'm just off the dome, off the dome. I think I easily. Uh, well, I, I I typed in longest P record and it has 508 seconds. All right, so I I should put that, distance. Distance. I don't know. I think I don't know what the record would be. But I think I can confidently say that I could get it there from over five feet away. That's just a baseline. I, I could go. I could go farther if I needed to. If I had to practice. What, what, do, you, what do you say? What, do, what I'm saying. You say? I'm saying I myself. I think I could easily get it from five feet or over away. I don't know what the record is. This is just like that's being very conservative. What's the record? Is there a record? You, the look no, you're there's, giving. there's no record because there's no record. Doesn't sound right. What does it say? Like 28 feet? No, it it it, it says 18 kilometers, but that does not sound right. Maybe like he started peeing and then he just ran like 18, like the longest distance piss, like he was pissing the whole time. Oh, maybe. <laughs> That's got to be what it is, right? Well, hey, if there's no record. It'll be a very easy one to break. Yeah. That's well, got to be. We're going to put that. I'm dead serious. I will reach out to yeah, these we'll, people. Yeah, we'll do all. some research for you guys and try and uh, get the longest distance of pee, pee. from right. anyone. What a good current event. What a thought-provoking current event, Matt. You always come strong. You know, you know, and I thought, you know, if you're doing a resume as a college student, who may as well. Who wouldn't want to put that on? A Guinness World Record. Maybe not pee. But, you know, one silly one like that to get the conversation rolling in your interview. It's a conversation starter, plain and simple. It sure is. All right. Well, uh, I'm not going to get political today no uh, with no uh, with my current event. Yeah, I know. I've been I've had some controversial ones. Mine aren't always as fun-loving and as, you know, just overall just good vibes as yours are. But uh, some guy had a big fuck-up. Ooh. What is this? So, off the coast of California, Pacific oh. Ocean, we're taking you, taking you west coast. Uh, a ship, a fishing boat, uh, dropped anchor off the shore of California. The anchor pierced into the uh, oil pipeline and then proceeded to rip open a hole in the pipeline, dragging you know the boat, spilling a hundred and twenty-six thousand gallons of oil into the ocean well don't want to be political or anything but that's an environmental crisis it is the environmentalists are not happy with this they are really going after these oil companies again 
We've had a lot of oil spills. They're going after the oil companies? They're not really, I mean... What are they going at them for? Well, they're just like, you just, look, see, this is what happens. That's what I've seen, basically, is like, they're just, they're just angered or upset by the oil companies. You know, they just, it's like, they don't even care. Look, they don't oil? Care. Yeah, but I'm like, wait, it's, wait, it's, it's no one's really fault. I mean, the guy fucked up pretty bad. Yeah, like, well, that look, poor, that, that poor that's guy. That's just a, like a common mistake. Not a common mistake, it's a pipe but it's, it, it, yeah, it's an accident. It was a pure accident. Who's out in the middle but of I'm the ocean saying, thinking, like, I'm if you're throw, getting, <laughs> Sorry. If you're getting angry at the oil companies for producing the oil, first yeah. of all, they're probably hopping in their car, guzzling some petrol. Yeah. You know? Which yeah. is needing, which needs oil. Alright? First place, you're getting angry at them for that. I think if anything you should get angry at is the uh, engineering job of the pipeline and how strong that pipe is. Yeah, like it's Because definitely, yeah. if you're going to get angry at anything, you're going to be like, how does an anchor rip a hole through this pipe if it's a pipe that's been built and structurally sound. Also, I mean, also off that, it's like, if you're going to get mad at the oil companies, I mean, they better be aware that, like, you know, cows aren't being potty trained. That's a reference back to the episode. Exactly. I bet they don't even potty train their cows. But yeah, it's it's got to be the engineer's fault on that. I mean, like, my thought was they just... probably weren't planning on, like, an anchor dropping on it. Like, Obviously, it needs yeah. to be obviously it needs to be strong and sturdy. But they were like, okay, it doesn't need to withstand like an anchor, a sharp anchor penetrating the pipe. Well, how big was the boat? Was it the like- boat? It, it, it said like a fishing boat. It had a, like a little picture on there, like essentially a yacht, like a, a smaller yacht. Like it wasn't a, a big ship. I mean, it wasn't like a small little sailboat. I mean, it was a it was a decent sized ship, but it wasn't anything like. Was it like a tuna boat or like yeah, a crab like, boat, like one of those? Exactly, ones? exactly. Like, like a you're going out like kind of big haul fishing, like so like a trailer, like just, a, a trail. What is they? What are they called? Trail wake boats? boats? No, but no, they no. leave the wake. Well, no. he was leaving a wake of oil. Yeah, imagine that being that guy, on a boat. Like, and they're like, hey, they uh, hey, captain, the uh, <laughs> the sea is uh, black, black behind us. Uh, Should we call this in? <laughs> Radio that in. He's just like, nope, we gotta keep fishing, let's hope they never find out. And but then, wouldn't the fish get oil all over them? Well, they probably had to... Hey, pull the anchor up. Oh, the anchor, the anchor's not coming up. We must, uh... I wonder if they knew, like, yeah, we hit the pipeline. Or if they were just like, what's going on? Like, where did this come from? And you're saying the, the anchor just ripped the hole, like, the boat was drifting away. The boat was, like, drifting. So, like, I mean, you probably don't notice that at first, that you've drifted a little bit. But if you're an experienced person, like if you're going out on a boat like that, I feel like you have a pretty good sense yeah, of like get a good direction of like yeah of where where you're at. And then it's like, something's miles. not right here. We're drifting a little bit. Where is that? A? And then oh, it's black. I mean, maybe they thought like maybe we just killed a, like a squid or something. And then the yeah, ink is. I don't think that. No, probably not 126. But like, uh, I wonder what the uh, cost of damage is. That it, it didn't have a number, but what a barrel of oil is. No, well, I'm not saying oil. just oil, but like, you know, the environmental damage, Everything. you know, that it brings there, like everything. Like, I think what is that safely? Millions, what is that captain of the boat? Millions of dollars safely. in damages, like yeah. safely millions. Like, I don't know the exact number, but it's in the millions, like That's tens crazy. of millions, most likely. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So does the boat, does the captain of the boat have to pay for that or insurance? It, did, it didn't, it didn't specify. Do you reckon they have insurance for like, you know, 
cracked oh, you just, pipelines. You just ripped a hole in the pipelines with 126,000 gallons of oil. Yeah, State Farm, maybe. They got them. They, they know a thing or two because they've seen the thing or two. Exactly. Maybe. I don't know. We hope so. Full we hope, circle. We hope. We, full circle. Every time. But yeah, it's uh, wouldn't want to be that captain of the ship. No, you don't. You don't want to be put in that situation. And I'm glad, you know, we're not there. Glad it's not. Uh, glad it's not us. Glad it's not us. Anyway, guys, guys, thanks for sticking around. Well, this was a milestone episode, guys. First guest, first Jack. guest, feedback from. Uh, we had a first call out, first shout out from yeah. our uh, from our listeners. Page, page again, check, and we're starting to get uh, you know luxury items for your cooking goods. Yeah, we're moving up, moving up in the world, moving up. In we the must world. have been bullied. Yeah, you know what we get. We're getting bullied by you guys, and uh, you know you're talking shit yeah, to us. Yeah, feedback for us if it, if you if you hate the show. Constructive still criticism, still, still message right. us. Yeah, we like it. You know, laugh keep at us it, or with us. That's kind of what we. Yeah, laugh at us with us. We don't care. We don't care. All right, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in and uh, join us next week. Join us next week, episode eight. We're out. We're out.